BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Be honest. Are you completely obsessed with your shoes? Have you been known to talk about your shoes to friends, family, and people in line at the grocery store? If not, then you probably don't have Rothy's. Because when you have shoes that are comfortable, washable, and come in tons of styles and colorways, obsession is basically mandatory. Just ask the millions of women who wear Rothy's every single day. You may have heard of the point and the flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. Plus, every single Rothy's product is made with sustainable materials, like plastic water bottles and marine plastic. So not only are they comfortable, washable, wear everywhere shoes that look great on your feet, they're great for the planet too. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? And for a limited time, you can get $20 off your first purchase when you go to rothys.com slash comfort. That's $20 off at rothys.com slash comfort. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be, until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality, and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic Records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you guys listen to this episode. So before we even dive into all the juicy stuff that I have planned for this episode, I'm going to briefly say, you guys, that I have my retainer in. So if you hear me lisping over here, okay, that's what it is. I I don't really have me a natural lisp, you know, but when I put my retainer in, trying to keep my teeth straight, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you hear a little slurping and lisping and all that good stuff. So just giving you guys a little brief warning before we dive into it. So today I am doing a monthly magic episode. It feels like it has been months since I've done this, but I'm pretty sure I only skipped one month and I think I skipped November's monthly magic episode. Yeah, I think I skipped either November or October. I want to say it was November, but we're diving back into the monthly magic this month and we're going to be doing it a little bit differently. I'm doing this sort of like pick a card reading. So I love watching pick a card readings on YouTube. If you've never heard of a pick a card reading, what it is, is basically like these readings on YouTube specifically where the psychic or the tarot reader or the medium, whatever they call themselves, they'll have multiple piles of tarot cards. And as the viewer, you're supposed to kind of like ruminate on the cards, kind of feel into whichever one is calling you, pick a number that corresponds with a deck of cards. And from there, you get some sort of like a slightly customized reading. And I have been doing these monthly magic episodes where I typically pull cards for you guys and do sort of like the overall energy 
of the month for the group of listeners who tune into that specific monthly magic episode. And for the most part, it typically resonates with the majority of you guys. I haven't had like any complaints about the monthly magic episodes. I think they're actually typically my most downloaded episodes, but I really got the the feeling and the calling and the nudge to do two different card piles this month and to kind of split the group off because I was getting the message that there really are two different separate messages coming through. And depending on which pile you pick and We'll get into how you're going to do that in the in the episode. But depending on which card you pick or which card pile you pick, rather, that message is going to resonate even stronger with you. And maybe it's that both piles are calling to you. Maybe the message overall is some sort of combined messages from both piles. Whatever you're kind of feeling called to or drawn to, go with that. But before we even dive into the monthly magic episode, I kind of want to do like a little bit of a catch up and just chat with you guys about all new things, um, address the elephants in the room or the fact that I didn't upload an episode last week and just kind of go from there. So in terms of the episode for last week, I actually did record an episode, you guys, and you will actually hear this episode as a bonus. I'm going to upload it as a bonus because when I recorded the episode, I think it was Monday afternoon. I was taking a lunch break at work. I sort of was like, oh my God, I need to post something. I need to record something. I had had this channeled message come through earlier about um, about discipline. And I actually posted an Instagram post about discipline. I had like a whole little mini chat with you guys on Instagram about this. And I wanted to record an episode that corresponded with that similar message and really allowed me to share my voice in a, in a longer duration about the message of discipline. And when I recorded the podcast episode, I don't know if it's like sometimes I get in my own head. I don't know if it was like the, the fact that it really wasn't a great episode, but I just felt like this isn't my normal like caliber of quality like I feel like it would just fell short of what I believed a good episode should be for this podcast and so because of that I sort of froze and I didn't upload it so I do think that the episode altogether was kind of rushed, not really our usual kind of chill, slow pace. And I do believe that energy translates over audio into your lives. And so I never want you guys to listen to these episodes and feel like I'm rushing through it or whatever the case may be. So I actually will upload the episode as a bonus episode because I do think there are really good gems in there. I think I, I said some shit, you know what I'm saying? I really do think there's some good stuff in there, but I also think that it was surrounded by this sort of rush energy that generally the episodes don't have. So addressing that elephant, um, keep an eye out for the bonus episode. It's going to go up sometime this week. I'm going to be scheduling them both today, this episode and that bonus episode. So it'll either be on Wednesday, it'll be on Friday, like our usual bonuses come on Friday. Just keep an eye out for it and just know that that is coming. So you guys, I started the new job. Let's talk about it. Let's chat about it. And the reason I want to chat about it, not because I'm like, let's just chat about the job for no reason, but it's because our best friend, our friend who we love, but like really don't love, like low-key, we don't like her, imposter syndrome, decides she wants to make an appearance in the first week of work. And I am not here for her. I said, girl, listen, nobody invited you to the party. Why you show up for? Hmm? Why you here for? So basically... As I've said to you guys a couple times, I haven't necessarily disclosed uh, the exact job title, but essentially I'm I'm working in social media. I my whole career trajectory has been in social media. So it's kind of like, you know, the thing I know really well, the thing I've been doing for years, the thing I have the most experience in, all that good jazz. So it is essentially working in social media, except this time it's more of a leadership position, right? So instead of me kind of being um, you know, under a specific manager and doing certain tasks, right? I am the one managing the team, managing the social team that are doing these tasks. So I still have like day-to-day stuff where I'm executing some of the stuff, but my my predominant um, responsibilities actually are around managing a team, are around kind of making sure the team is doing what they need to do, kind of making sure that I have this bigger picture in mind that I'm really leading us to a really good place with how I I see things. And I was really intrigued by the by this position because when I first applied for it, the the title that it was conveyed as didn't give me the didn't like let me understand that that's what this role was. I thought it was going to be kind of similar to all the other ones where I was kind of um, the one doing a lot of the day-to-day execution. And I didn't really know that it was going to be this more managerial, like big vision, um, higher level senior role. 
And when I went through the interview process, it was a rigorous interview process. I had about four or five interviews. And when I went through that process and got to know the position even more, it was that's when it kind of became apparent to me that, okay, this is, you know, not like what I've typically done. This is the next step in my career. This is sort of that next step up. And that's when my interest was even more peaked. And it wasn't necessarily, I think there was, you know, part of it that was ego involved, like, oh, this is, you know, like a, like um, more of a senior role. And I think there's always a little bit of ego involved even when we try to remove it and you know as long as we're conscious of the fact that there is a little bit of ego involved I think that is just kind of a human thing but there was also the piece of me that kind of intuitively knew that this was that next step for me, right? This was the next step that was going to push me outside of my comfort zone, allow me to work on some of the things that I still struggle with that necessarily, that maybe in this specific season, I thought I had tamed and maybe for this specific season, this specific level of my life, I had tamed that imposter syndrome to some degree and stepping into this next level that, that, next level that was outside of my comfort zone was going to bring the imposter syndrome back up in a different way that I was going to have to address, right? So thus bringing about a new lesson for me to learn and all that good stuff. And so as we sort of went through the process and I ended up getting a job and ended up kind of seeing that this was, you know, again, this bigger picture, more senior role, all that good jazz. I also at the same time was having this thought around my human design. So as you guys know, I think you've probably heard me mention human design multiple times on these episodes. I'm actually having a human design expert come on the podcast very soon. So stay tuned for that. But I'm a projector in human design. And if you are familiar with human design, I'm not going to go over all the types right now and all the things, because again, we have a couple episodes on the podcast that are dedicated to human design and another one coming up. So I highly recommend that you guys look into it, find out your design if you're able to, because it has so much, I think, just juicy information there that you can use for not only like life, but also work too. But in human design, I'm a projector. And as projectors, we're seen as the leaders, right? We're kind of the people that are, we're good at leading. We're good at seeing this bigger picture. We're good at kind of looking at a team, looking at a process and seeing where there are holes or flaws in the system and kind of enabling and directing the collective into a new way, right? It's very interesting because I'm also an Aquarius rising and Aquarius, uh, Aquarius rising specifically is, is known for that as well. It's known for sort of seeing things outside of the box, seeing things in a new light, seeing sort of this new paradigm and this new way of living that we can all sort of collectively move towards for the good of us all, right? And so as a projector, as an Aquarius rising, I think I was also intrigued by this position because of the fact that I saw this as uh, a way for me to really work on and hone in on and, and get more experience on those leadership skills. And I've been doing that in subtle ways in my own life, in my own business. But this was sort of that step where it was like, okay, you know, now you're being like pushed into the, into the water, no floaties, and you have to swim. And it's funny because I can't really swim in real life. So I don't know why I went for that specific um, example, but you know. So I was sort of pushed into the water and, and had to swim. And one thing about me is that I am very much someone who I can be a perfectionist at times. And I think that many of us who sometimes struggle with imposter syndrome also at the same time struggle with this issue of wanting to be perfect, wanting things to be really, really, you know, squared away, wanting things to kind of go according to plan. And that has a lot to do with issues around control, issues around, again, this perfectionism and just not really wanting to let things flow, let go and let God, if you will. Right. And I know that I struggle with that. And I think coming into this position this week specifically, I I struggled internally and not because I was doing a bad job or anything. I think if you asked anyone that I communicated with or spoke to, I think they'd be like, it's your your first couple of weeks, like it's or your first week rather, it's your first day, first couple of days. And they'd probably say that, you know, for someone coming on to a new job, working remotely, um, learning so many things that I was taking it all in pretty well. I remember being in a couple of different meetings. I actually had one that lasted a couple hours and I was being walked through all these different things, sort of the day-to-day -day tasks, not just my day-to-day -day tasks, but the day-to-day -day tasks of the people on my team that I would sort of have to know what they're doing because it's not just about, you know, me and making sure that I'm doing what I'm doing. It's also making sure that the team is doing the things that are going to help push the needle in the direction for the goals that we need to achieve as a team and as a company. Right. And so 
I was in this meeting and it was just a lot of information. I remember at one point, um, the woman speaking to me, she was like, you know, I don't want to overwhelm you. Like we can pick this up tomorrow. And at the time I kind of was like, you know, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm totally fine. And I think at that moment, I, I didn't feel overwhelmed. I felt like there was a lot of information, but I, I knew going into it, anytime you start something new, when you're a beginner, it can really be hard if you don't accept the fact that there are a lot of things you don't know, right? You're there because you're in a position where you don't know and you're there because you're in a position where you want to know, where you want to learn. And the more I had these meetings, the more I started to kind of just get in my head about what I didn't know. And I started to kind of feel like, you know, why am I here? I remember talking to my mom. I was on the phone with my mom and I just told her, I was like, I feel like I don't know why I'm here. Right. And I think that is just the the motto for imposter syndrome. It's like sometimes you're put in a position, you're put in a room, you're put in a job, you're put in a situation, you're given an opportunity. And sometimes you question that you question, why am I here? Why am I deserving of this? What have I done that has been different from someone else who could have been in a similar position as me? And I remember telling her that and she just kind of like, she didn't get it. She really didn't get what I was saying. And she was just like, well, you know, God put you here. Like you, you worked really hard and you were given an opportunity by God and you're, you've been put in this position because you worked hard and you also deserve this opportunity. And if it wasn't meant for you, it wouldn't have come to you. And she put it so simply and so plainly. And obviously, you know, there's so much weight to everything she said, because it is true. I think for a lot of us, we oftentimes question these situations, especially when they're such big blessings that we are, we sit here and we want to kind of question the universe, question God and be like, well, why, why am I here? And it's not our place to question that, right? If you have worked hard, if you have done something, if you are deserving of it, why should you question the blessings that you're receiving as a result? And the other piece is, this is so new to me that I don't know what I don't know, right? Like who's to say, and obviously I really hope this is not the case, but who's to say that I, um, you know, a couple months down the road won't enjoy my work, right? Maybe that's the case because I've been in positions where um, my, not my last job, but my last, last job where I was at a global, like a well-known company, right? Um, position, like People would love to be in the position that I was in, right? The, the job, the company, um, it was so close to home, like the perks, like all these things, right? Like travel, like all these things I was able to do. But for me, the culture wasn't a good fit. And so coming into it, I remember feeling a similar feeling of like, oh my gosh, like I'm so blessed. And I was, um, you know, it's interesting because at the same time too, I remember the first week of that job, I knew that it wasn't for me. And I think I told you guys this too. I remember telling Sadu this and I told him this after, I think, not when I was actually going through it, but like after. And he actually said that he noticed that too. He was like, he could tell that the the energy that I went into it with, it was kind of like, it wasn't right. Like there's something about it wasn't right. And I think in this specific week of my new job, this current job, I am feeling like this is going to be a challenge, but I'm also feeling like I'm excited for the challenge. Like, I feel like this is, I truly think this is so, there's a lesson in here somewhere for me to learn divinely. There's something that I need to take away from this energetically, um, spiritually for my own growth that I, I was put in this position to be able to take away the experience that I'm going to be given. And it really has been a struggle for me with the imposter syndrome, because again, I'll be sitting there and I'll be questioning, like, you know, why am I even here? Like, how did I get here? And I, I sat with my um, phone in the bathroom this morning. I have this list. I remember telling you guys about this in um, Fraud Part 2, that episode where I talked about imposter syndrome. And one of the things I said that I learned in this book I was reading called The Imposter Cure, which I think I need to reread that damn book, honestly. But one of the things I learned in that book was she said, you know, make a list of like accomplishments, make a list of the things that you've done that at the time seemed really daunting or at the time seemed like, you know, you felt like an imposter, but you were able to achieve something, you were able to do something. Just make a list of these accomplishments, right? Big, small, medium, whatever you want to categorize them as. And I went to look back at my list and even this morning, I was like, I need to update this list because I know I've done more things than what's on this list. Because when I made this list, it was like, what, like almost, you know, six months, a year ago at this point. So I need to update that list. 
But at the same time, looking at the list helped me see that I am someone that, again, I'm very hardworking when I put my mind to something, when I'm up to a challenge, if I'm really invested in like the actual challenge, not from an ego perspective of like, I need to do this because I need to, you know, say I did it, but more from a place of like, I need to do this because there's something in me pulling me towards this challenge, pulling me towards overcoming this hurdle, I will do it. And I think this, this specific, um, instance is no different but I really just kind of wanted to to touch base and chat with you guys about that because I truly believe that there are so many of us out there who are experiencing imposter syndrome when we are in positions that we absolutely deserve to be in and I know that me sitting here saying like you know this it, it may it may resonate it may not maybe you know you'll still feel that imposter syndrome tomorrow I'm sure that tomorrow Monday morning um I have a couple of meetings where I feel like you know I'm gonna have to really just chat with myself like journal um just have a talk with myself and really like hype myself up because I know that I'm probably going to be really anxious about some of these things tomorrow, not because they are inherently anxiety provoking things, but because for some reason I still have this lingering feeling of like, I just feel kind of dumb. Like, I feel like I don't know enough. I feel like I don't know why I'm there. And it's not that I'm dumb or it's not. And I, and I, and logically I know that, but it's literally that I, I'm in a new space and I don't know everything yet. And I, I, that always puts me in such an uncomfortable position. I'm such a person of like a creature of habit, uh, a creature of like, you know, knowing how I do things, knowing my process. And as a projector, I love efficiency. I love knowing a process, getting a process down to the point where I'm so such an expert on the process that I can spot the holes in inefficiency and I can plug those holes and I can refine it, refine it, refine it until it's damn near perfect. Right. And I love that. But when I'm put in a position where it's something new, something I don't know, it can often feel like I'm drowning, like I'm trying to take in and learn and learn and learn. And we all know eventually I'll get to get to a place where I know and it's like the back of my hand, like I'll know all these processes, I'll know all these things. But for now, I am in a place of learning. But I don't, I don't know, you guys, I hope that was helpful. I hope, um, you know, there was like a nugget of wisdom in there for some of you who may be experiencing imposter syndrome currently, but that is kind of what I'm going through. But other than that, you guys, I'm just trying to really work on balance, really work on prioritization of certain things in my life. I'm really realizing that, you know, it's not, it's sometimes too much when I take on too much. And so I've been trying to make a list of the things that I love to do, things that are top priority in my life and how I can make sure that I make time for those things. Because the last thing I want to do is allow myself to, you know, lose the things that I love because I'm not prioritizing them. And I've been in that position again, when I have taken on too much or I've done too much, or I've been in a job that demanded too much of me where I was dropping the ball on the things that I loved outside of work. And I don't ever want to do that again. So really working hard on kind of prioritization. And um, I'm going to probably do an episode on that soon about how sort of like I'm able to make time for all of these, all of these things and not kind of lose my mind, at least, you know, not lose my mind every day. But yeah, you guys. So I kind of want to jump into the pick a card reading. So I'll let you guys know how this works in the show notes. I'm going to have uh, pile two or pile B, um, the, the link for pile A and pile B. So if you want to listen to pile A, you can kind of go to that timestamp and listen to it. If you want to listen to pile B, go to that specific timestamp and listen to that. Just know that, um, Again, if you feel called to pick two piles, you can do so. You can listen to the entire message of this episode. In, in fact, I encourage you guys to listen to the entire episode and kind of see what the other pile is. But just go ahead and sit with that for a second. Sit with A or B. Sit with um, one or two. I know it's a little bit harder because it's not visual like on YouTube where you can look at the pile and see it. But I also think this is going to encourage you guys to be a little bit more intuitive about the picking because you can't see it. You're really just going off of your feeling and you're going off of what is calling to you. So again, A or one or B or two. 
uh, go ahead and sit with that for a second. And then we're going to go into picking your pile and we're going to go into doing the reading. So go ahead and sit with that for a second, you guys. And uh, then we're going to dive right into it. Okay, hello, 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 my pile A slash pile one pickers. So I have your cards right in front of here. So if you guys hear me shuffling or anything like that, like I said, I have my cards or I have your cards right in front of me. So that's what I'm gonna be looking at. So I'll let you guys know what cards I picked out for you right now. So from the romance pile, we have getting to know each other. From the, um, I forget what pile this is or I forget what deck this is, but we have another card that says inner temple devotion tuned into the portal of your heart. Another car card. I cannot talk right now. Another card that says dance with life. Do something to change your energy. Another card that says it's up to you. We also have a card that is the wheel of fortune tarot. We have the four of cups tarot and we have the seven of wands tarot. So for a lot of you guys, I'm getting the vibe that, um, well, first of all, there are like kind of slightly two messages here, but let's kind of go with the first one for now. So there's this vibe that you guys are feeling a little bit bored, right? You're feeling a little bit restless. Um, I think right now you're feeling a little bit stagnant. You're probably in a place where maybe it's that in the, the entire year of 2020 or maybe in the entire month of November previously, um, you did a lot. Maybe you accomplished a lot. You had a lot of these goals. You went really hard and you feel kind of like, OK, I've done all the things I wanted to do. And now you're feeling stagnant. Or maybe it's sort of this opposite where. The year 2020 has sort of taken its toll on you and you feel as if you're kind of stuck, like you're in quicksand, like you're sinking a little bit, but you're sinking kind of slow and you just don't know what to do at this point. You almost feel like it's like when you have all these options around you of what you could do, sometimes it almost feels so overwhelming to the point where it feels like you have no options, if that makes sense. So it's like you're kind of standing in this place and you're looking around. You're like, what can I do? Where can I go? What is, you know, happening for me right now? And this month of December is bringing in some really good energy because this month of December is kind of like forcing you to take a stand, right? It's forcing you to take a stand on what you want in life. It's almost like the seven of wands card is telling you like, okay, you are like, you're good. You've done a lot of good things in your life. You've done a lot of successful things in your life. You've actually achieved a lot of your goals, right? And it's almost reminding you at this point, like you, you can do exactly what, what you want to do. It's up to you to decide. And literally we have the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we have the angel answers card that says it's up to you. So it's kind of like you're almost like overthinking, overanalyzing like what you should do next or where you should go next, because you're you're feeling as if you just don't know. It's like you're thinking about what 2021 goals should look like or what you should do next. And you almost feel like there's like a blank space, like you literally have no idea. But what the cards are telling us right now is that You've gotten this far by, you know, by kind of like feeling things out, by doing what feels good, by going with the flow for yourself. And right now it's kind of like you need to take on that same energy. Um, you need to take a stand for your life. You need to figure out what that next step looks like for you. And at this point, it's not about like whatever step that you take could be the wrong step. Cause that's, I think that's part of like your thought process. It's kind of like you're, you're thinking, okay, you almost don't want to move because you're afraid that if you take a step in a certain direction, it might be the wrong step. And the cards are saying like, there is no wrong step for you right now. It's, it's that you have the ability to choose. You have the ability to decide, but whatever you decide, whatever you choose for your next step is going to be correct for you. 
I actually looked up this card um, in the little booklet that came with it, the Seven of Wands card, because oftentimes when I see Seven of Wands, I do get that energy of like standing your ground of like almost like a warrior who's kind of ready to protect her her um her assets protect herself protect her country protect her people protect her family but the card actually also had this uh this message around imposter syndrome which is really really interesting because obviously in the intro i was talking about imposter syndrome and kind of uh, there was a message geared towards some of you who may be dealing with this so the people that may have resonated with that intro resonated with like me talking about imposter syndrome maybe you picked this pile so the cards are also saying like if you are feeling or experiencing imposter syndrome, know that wherever you have gotten to at this point in your life, you deserve to be there. You have accomplished a lot of things. And at this point, it's not it's not time or it's not a good idea for you to kind of like lay down and, and feel like an imposter and feel like, you know, I don't know what to do next. It's like, no, this is time to like stand your ground to decide what you want and to go after it because no matter what you decide, it's going to be right. It's up to you. Literally, it's up to you. We also have this Wheel of Fortune card. The Wheel of Fortune card is actually one of my favorite cards. Um, this is the card that talks about fate, right? This is the card that if you think about, you know, karma, if you think about fate, if you think about, if you're someone that believes in like fated experience, experiences like maybe you get to choose you know certain experiences but certain experiences are truly fate this is that wheel of fortune that's kind of what that represents and right now the wheel of fortune in this entire thing is kind of talking about a change that's coming so in december you're going to experience some sort of change that's coming that's faded change so this is something that no matter what you do you won't be able to avoid it and this is why i'm talking about with the seven of wands um this idea that it's it's up to you it's time to fight and again with the angel answers cards that it's up to you because again no matter what decision you make what choice you make nothing is wrong <laughs> nothing is wrong because this wheel of fortune card is telling us that like whatever is meant to happen for you in this month this faded experience it's going to happen and it's not like um I don't know why, but I, I'm getting that this is a positive change that's going to happen for you in December. So it's kind of like something that's meant to happen, something that was always meant to happen for you is going to happen for you. And it's like it's up to you to choose how you move forward. You're still going to get to that specific end spot, quote unquote, like this thing that's supposed to happen in December. You're still going to get there. So don't feel like you need to overthink yourself in this moment what feels good to you literally ask yourself what feels good to you and it's interesting because we also have these two cards that talk about inner temple uh so one is you know saying tune into the portal of your own heart and the other is telling you to dance with life do something with your energy I want you guys to understand and remember and realize that this life is at the same time we're learning lessons and at the same time we're taking away these very, very serious, very grown, very adult experiences from life. We're also taking away this feminine, this um, childlike energy, this playful energy. And I want you guys to not forget that you're here to play as much as you're here to learn. And these cards are reminding you that in this moment that you're sitting there overanalyzing, uh, over thinking where you are where you're supposed to go next what you're supposed to do because you're almost feeling this like very chokehold um slightly anxious I, I seriously cannot speak right now anxious um it's like this chokehold energy on you that feels it's making you feel like you can't move forward just just calm down for a second okay take a deep breath right? Take a deep breath. And this is not to undermine your experience. This is not to say that your anxiety is, is does it have a reason to be. But what we're seeing here is that take a moment to have fun with this energy of life to play. I do remember that when I was pulling these cards, play was one of the, um, cards that flipped up it didn't exactly come all the way out but it flipped up and so that I think still carries the same energy as this dance with life card and we're basically talking about you need to have fun right so think about stop right now in this moment and think about something that is fun to you maybe it's an experience or thing that you've been kind of like feeling drawn to but you're almost kind of like oh no I shouldn't like waste my time doing that because I need to be doing this other serious thing instead no 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 no, no. take some time and think about that so maybe for you it's painting maybe for for you it's um I've been talking a lot about you know the candles I make with you guys so for me it's like I love candle making I love soap making maybe for you it's that you know you want to uh create something new 
or you really like the idea of, you know, going to a park and like swinging, right? I, the other day, I, I, when we, well, it wasn't even the other day. It was like when we first moved here, I had this urge to like go on a swing set. And so one of the days we went to a park, Sadie was like playing basketball and I like went on the swing set and I just was swinging for a little bit. And it brought me back to just being a kid and being on the swing set and feeling so carefree. Like, you know, the moment when you're on a swing and you're high in the air right before you start to come down, it's kind of like you can see everything from sort of this mini bird's eye view and you feel you feel very weightless. You feel like there's nothing holding you back. There's nothing. It's just you and you in this moment, right? And it's kind of like whatever brings you to a place like that, do more of that in this season. Do more of that, especially in the month of December. I think right now you're thinking that you need to take certain calculated steps in order to get to this moment. Maybe you are thinking about this thing that is faded for you. Maybe you're not even thinking about that. Maybe you don't even know what this faded thing is, right? Maybe you're thinking about the specific next steps that you believe you have to take. You're, you're sitting, you're ruminating, you're overanalyzing. And in that rumination, in that overanalysis, you're getting stuck. You're getting in a place where nothing feels right. Nothing feels like you can move forward in that direction because you start to overanalyze that direction. But the more that you have fun with this playful energy, the more that you almost sit with yourself and you kind of just ask yourself, like, what do I want to do in this moment? Like, what, what would feel like going with the flow for me? The more that you do that, the more that you're going to notice that things happen without you feeling like you have to force them. The answers that you want are going to reveal themselves. And it's so it's literally like rolls eyes, such a cliche, but it is what you need right now. What you need is not to um, sit in more of the, you, you know, um, I almost want to say like, you don't need to sit in more of this meditation. This girl is sitting here in the four of cups and she's cross-legged, um, in a meditation stance. And maybe for some of you, it's that you have been doing so much of this quote unquote, like serious spiritual work that you believe you need to be doing. Like you've been like, oh my God, I need to like journal right now. I need to sit in my meditation for 25 minutes minimum. And it's like, you've made this such a a thing that kind of like, even though it's supposed to like help with your anxiety, help with your decision making, help you in this season, it's become an hin a hindrance for you. So it's like, okay, how can you step outside of that for a second and just dance, right? Because dancing could be a meditation too, right? Just dancing with the music, being in the moment, feeling alive, allowing ideas to come through you, to flow through you. You don't need to sit in this serious, serious stance and feel as if you're doing things the way it should be done for you to get the answers that you want, for you to, to take the steps forward. Sometimes doing nothing, sometimes rest, sometimes playing is the step forward. And uh, I guess the second message that we have here, I don't know why I usually typically don't pull uh, romance cards for these, but I really felt called to pull um, romance cards this month for some of you guys who may be wanting a message around your love life. So there's this message of getting to know each other. And I want to say that this isn't necessarily for someone who is only single. I think oftentimes we hear getting to know each other and we think of someone who's single, who's maybe dating, and that could be your case. Maybe you're right now in a position where you're Zoom dating or you're quarantine dating or you're just dating. Let's, you know, take the, the quarantine and the Zoom out of it. Maybe you're just dating and you're having fun and you're trying to get to know someone in particular. You zoned in on a specific person. Um, the month of December, it really is around getting to know that person, right? So if you haven't met that person yet, you could be coming upon a, a situation where you meet someone new in your life who you're getting to know. And again, this energy of playing, of dancing, of having fun with life permeates through this, this romance message. So it's sort of like, as you're getting to know this person, don't be so, so serious to overanalyze everything you say. Don't be so serious to doubt yourself, to doubt what you want to say, what you want to do, what you want to bring up, right? Allow yourself to play, to have fun with that, right? This person is going to get to know you through that playful energy. This person is going to get to see your soul the more that you have fun and like open up instead of feeling like you need to say things like in this perfect way or you need to um portray yourself a certain way like like literally get really silly and have fun they're gonna love it um for those of you who are in a relationship i love 
with this card coming up for relationships as well because I think again when your relationship whether it's one month one year 10 years sometimes we can feel like we know the person really well because obviously we know them well enough to have committed to a relationship with this person right but this card is reminding us that in this specific month in this season that you guys are entering it's about getting to know this person a little bit more so maybe in this month you're opening up to your partner or your partner is opening up to you a little bit more I know that, you know, with each, I feel like with each relationship, there's this new level of understanding for each other. You can either go through something really tragic. The person can go through something really tragic or you can go through something really amazing. Your partner can go through something really amazing and you see them with a different perspective. You learn something new. There's always an opportunity to learn something new about your partner, to learn something new about this person that you're in a relationship with. And I think in this season, like, you guys, again, same thing as the, as the folks who may be listening that are single. It's about allowing yourself to have fun with this, right? Allowing yourself to get really playful. This season is also really interesting because as we are going into uh, the holidays and, you know, pandemic, quarantine life, whatever you want to call it at this point, it looks very different. Thanksgiving looked very different. Christmas is going to look very different if you celebrate Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate around um, this time in December, and even if you don't have a holiday specifically that you celebrate in December, this typically this month usually carries this energy of like of um, family, of closeness, uh, just just that like, you know, that gathering type of energy. Right. And so in this moment, it's like you're going to get to know your partner very differently this month in a, in a way where maybe they're opening up about certain memories from the holidays for them or certain ways that they're feeling in this time. So allow yourself to really hold a lighthearted energy for your partner and hold a lighthearted energy for yourself as you kind of share more about who you are uh, in the month of December. So you guys, that is group A. I hope that resonated with you guys. Come find me on Instagram and let me know if you picked A and if it resonated or uh, if it didn't. You can also tell me that as well. I don't take offense. Um, but yeah, you guys, let's go ahead and dive into group B. I hope, oh, also to um, listen to the whole episode if you want. But if you don't, I just want to say thank you for tuning into this episode. And I will chat with you guys in the next one. Other than that, we're going to dive right into group B's reading right now. Hello, my lovely groupie friends. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. So let's go ahead and dive right into your reading. I'm going to let you guys know what cards I've pulled for you and then we're going to get right into the reading. So for you guys, I have the Tarot Ten of Swords, the Eight of Wands, the Knight of Wands. We also have the card that says don't dim to fit in. How are you dimming your light in order to fit in? We have Warrior Woman, have you answered your deepest calling? We also have the answers card that says within the next few weeks. And we also have for the romance card, the soulmate card that says, yes, this is your soulmate. So let's go ahead and dive right into this reading. So the first card that flew out for you guys was the Ten of Swords. And the Ten of Swords, oh my gosh, I have so, so many memories with the Ten of Swords. I remember at one point when I was um, I was really going through a tough period in my life, the time that I always kind of allude and tell you guys, allude to, allude to, I think so, yeah. The time that I always tell you guys about when I was going through uh, that rough period right after I had like that first full-time job and it was like a really, really toxic environment. I used to do readings for myself and I would always, always pull the Ten of Swords. So the Ten of Swords is for me represents pain. I think for a lot of people, it can kind of mean different things. Ten of Swords shows uh, in this deck specifically, it's a person who's laying on their on their stomach on the ground and they have ten swords in their back. And Ten of Swords often can represent like betrayal, um, backstabbing, you know, someone someone feeling like, you know, they're, they've been stabbed in the back and feeling like they didn't see it coming. It can feel like a setback. It can feel like failure. It can feel like pain. It can feel like just a loss, just like you in a really bad, um, difficult place. And I am not necessarily getting that the Ten of Swords energy is your December energy. What I'm getting from this is that 
in the previous months, maybe in all of 2020, maybe in the, the specific season that you're in in life, you've been in this 10 of swords energy. You've kind of been experiencing losses, uh, setbacks, failures, things that almost feel kind of like it's like you're going, you're going, you're going and something happens and it's like you fall down and you're like, damn. But then you get up because you're, you know, you persevere and you're going, you're going, you're going, and then you kind of fall and you get back up. And and it's been this energy for you of like feeling like there's setback after setback after setback, bad news, painful transitions, times being difficult. Maybe in this year you lost your job. Maybe in this year you lost a partner, you left a partner. Maybe in this year the things that you wanted to accomplish that you thought you were running towards and going towards, you experienced setback after setback that have made it feel as if the things that you were trying to accomplish for the year of 2020 are sort of gone. Like they're not going to happen for you. You're, you're in this place where you're kind of like, well, damn, you know what I mean? And with December coming, I see a change, okay? I and, and that's kind of why I'm excited for these cards because it's almost like you've been going through a lot and you deserve to, to experience better and you're going to experience better. So the Eight of Wands uh, represents a lot of like movement, fast action. Wands are kind of like things coming in fast. Whenever I see wands or read wands, it's always like fire, fiery passion, fiery energy, quick movement, things like that. So the Eight of Wands is like literally in the card. It's like eight wands shooting up in the air. They're coming in quick, baby. They're coming in quick for you. And then you also have this Knight of Wands, which the Knight of Wands, he is, listen, he is ready to go, okay? He loves to take action. He's a risk taker. He's ambitious. He's very passionate, all that good jazz. So what I'm seeing for December is that something has changed for you energetically in order for things to be happening very quickly for you now. And these are positive changes. I'm seeing sort of like, I don't know, I, I should have pulled like a clarifier card to see what happened between the Ten of Swords and now this wand, wand energy. But it's kind of like now things are coming in quick, right? So if you have been feeling like 2020 has been stagnant, has been slow, you've been experiencing these failures, these setbacks, these things that almost feel like you're moving backwards, like you took 10 steps forward to take 25 steps back. Now, baby, you've taken 25 steps forward, okay? You have this eight of wands energy that really is progress. This is you moving forward with a quickness, you moving forward with speed. So I don't know if it's that you have an idea that you just recently received that's like now you're really, really excited to move forward with it. Or maybe this is something that you already had, but something has changed for you in your life energetically or, or physically. Something has happened in order for you to kind of be now going forward with this movement that's very, very quick. And it's good. With this energy, it's sort of like everything is, is starting to work in your favor. The universe is starting to kind of push you forward. Not only are you taking the forward action, the movement with yourself, like you're doing the things that you need to do to kind of move forward in this uh, specific space in your life, but you have the the universe behind you. You have a lot of things that are, it's like the wind is, put, like you're running and the wind is behind you pushing you. You have this knight of wands that really talks about taking action, that talks about risk, that talks about ambition. It's kind of like at this point, whatever you want, you're being encouraged to take it. You're being encouraged to be a little impulsive. I know for you, maybe, you know, depending on your personality, maybe impulse is kind of like not in your wheelhouse. Maybe for you, you, you can be impulsive. But right now it's about taking action and it's about kind of like acting first and thinking later. Like you're pushing forward, you're doing a lot of these things. You're kind of like following this fiery energy, but it's leading you down this place of adventure. It's leading you into this place that, there are a lot of unknowns, but they're beautiful unknowns. They're things that are going to really propel you in a, in a way that you want to be propelled. So we also here have this don't dim to fit in, in this warrior woman. And so what I'm getting here is that maybe in the past, you have dimmed your light to fit in. Maybe as you experience the setbacks and failures and the things that hurt you, it's almost like it allowed your light to dim a little bit more, like, you know, day by day, week by week, month by month, whatever. And so you've almost sort of like, it's kind of like you had this like fire that was dampened and dampened and dampened until it was sort of this like little flicker. 
And now that you're moving forward with this like really passionate, fiery energy, you're like taking these chances, you're taking this action. It's almost like your light is being like, it's like the flame is getting bigger again. You're getting back to yourself. Um, again, this really reminds me of when I was going through that time period and, and things sort of changed for me and I was getting back to like who I was. I was really relearning myself, really giving myself the love I needed once again and really going back to the things I love to do. And this is what I'm getting for you guys. It's like, maybe you have been um, not able to do the things that you loved for a while for, for whatever reason, maybe just, you know, hardship, uh, financial struggles, things going on in your life, whatever it is that has changed for you. And now you're kind of able to get back to these things that make you happy and are very um, passion fueled activities for you. And as you're doing that, you're being reminded to not dim your light to fit in. It's almost like you have been so used to this low flickering flame, this, this place where you know, you were in like a survival mode almost, right? And now that you're kind of getting back to that regular flame, you're getting back to your regular self, you're being reminded that, hey, like that dim light, that dim energy, that's not you. Don't dim your light to feel like you have to fit in. Don't dim your light to feel like, you know, almost like you're, you're staying in that comfortable place of dimmed light that you're used to. It's like, no, we're not about that anymore, right? Um, you also have this warrior woman who is asking you, have you answered your deepest calling? So whatever this thing is, right, maybe for you and it, it, maybe this process hasn't started for you yet. Maybe you're still kind of in this 10 of wands energy as we enter the month of December. But the month of December is going to allow you to find out what that deep calling is for you right now in this season so that you can follow it. And as soon as you take that first step, as soon as you adopt that Knight of Wands energy, you take that first step, you're like, yep, let's go, let's do it. Things just take off. Things just take off. Things will be happening even when, even when you feel like they're not happening, even when you feel like they're not happening quick enough for you, things are happening. Just know that I want you to know that. I remember that. Come back to this episode if you need to, because oftentimes we are going through things and we feel like things aren't happening fast enough or quick enough or on the pace that we think they should be happening in order to signify success. And I want you to know that things are going to be happening once you take that first step. So we also have this card that talks about within the next few weeks. So this really does give me... Um, an indication that whatever it is that is going to kind of like propel you forward, that's going to sort of be this like marker. I'm almost imagining like, you know, you know, when people line up for like a little, like a race, like a track race. And like, it's kind of like the, the thing goes off, like, I don't know, the, the whistle or whatever goes off and everyone starts running. It's like, whatever is going to be that moment to be like that whistle that like, poof, that pushes you forward, that like lets you know, you can start running. Um, it, it's coming in the next few weeks. So it's either December, things are taking off, things are happening. You're following that passion energy, or it's that in the month of December, you're rubbing up and this happens like very, very early January. So maybe like there's something that you're like, if you're planning on starting a business and you're like, Ooh, January 1st, 2021 is like when I'm launching, Maybe some of the, some of you guys, you, you set some sort of launch date for something in January, you set a launch date for something, um, you know, January, February, and you're preparing for it in December, that energy is still present, that eight of wands, that, that forward movement, that propelling. Honestly, you guys, I, this, this feels very good to me. This feels kind of like you have been doing a lot of work you have worked on a lot of like your limiting beliefs you've worked on a lot of that pain or you're addressing that pain right now and as a result of you kind of doing that work and addressing that pain um allowing yourself to to you know feel those failures and to work through them to feel those setbacks and to work through them you're now being rewarded with this forward movement this fast moving energy and like i said as you're kind of going through that period of times changing tides changing for yourself just always kind of remember that you're not here to dim your light for anyone else. You're certainly not here to dim your light for yourself to stay in any sort of comfortable position. Allow yourself to shine. Allow yourself to do what you need to do to feel as if your flame is ignited and your flame is shining brightly. Um, so the last card here is the soulmate card. I don't... Uh, 
I don't think this is related to the next few weeks, but it could be for some of you. So maybe you are meeting a soulmate in the next few weeks. And uh, the way I interpret the word soulmate is that it doesn't always have to be a romantic individual. Um, you can have a soulmate that's a friend, soulmate friendships. Um, you can meet someone that's a soulmate that's in your life for a little bit. And then, you know, they help you learn a certain lesson and then they leave. They're not there for the long haul. They're not there for a lifetime, but they're there for that lesson for that moment. I do get the feeling, though, that this is a romantic situation only because when I pulled the romance cards, I did specifically set an intention to get any romantic messages from these cards. So if you have been wondering if the person um, that you're with is a soulmate, yes, they are. And I like to preference this or preference this. I'd like to just say that if you're in any sort of um, relationship where abuse is a uh, a situation that you're in that is never okay that is never a situation that you should stay in um someone can be a soulmate come in and like i said teach you a specific lesson and maybe that lesson is about how you need to leave certain situations behind whether they're uh, emotionally abusive physically abusive whatever the case may be just want to kind of say that because i think sometimes in the spiritual community there can be these messages around romance that really encourage toxicity and encourage toxic relationships for the sake of staying with a twin flame or staying with a soulmate or whatever the case may be and i'm not here for that we're, we're not here for that but uh i i don't believe that this is who that's being to i think that this is like a positive relationship i think this is a relationship where you have met someone that you know maybe you're kind of like you feel these feelings and you're you're nervous you're almost kind of like not sure <laughs> if this is like you you feel deep down this is a soulmate but you're kind of like afraid to admit it to yourself and the, the card just saying like yes like this is this is your soulmate and if you haven't met that person they could be coming in the next few weeks although i really do feel like the next few weeks situation is really geared towards your career geared towards your passion geared towards this purpose geared towards this thing that is going to be something that you're like launching or taking off with or um you know like going after with a new type of energy a new type of fire in the next few weeks and just know that you do have the universe behind you for whatever the thing is and you 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 got it like you're good like you're coming in with the fire energy okay and and i also like that you're coming in as this warrior like you're like she's standing in the in the car with the sword up and she's got this badass energy about her and she's like listen i'm here to do what i'm here to do baby like can't nobody tell me nothing and can't nobody tell you nothing because you're here to do what you're here to do and whatever that thing is it is it's it's gonna be taking off and um, I'm excited for you. Like this is this is just like really good fiery energy, and especially coming from the ten of swords type of energy to to this. Like you're manifesting some beautiful things if they aren't already present and aren't already playing themselves out in your life right now they will be very very soon within the next few weeks so just keep an eye out for that okay so yeah let's go ahead and wrap up this episode thank you again group b for tuning in i hope this resonated with you guys come let me know on instagram if it did if it didn't you can let me know as well again it won't be hurt but um i i hope you guys enjoyed this reading and i hope it resonated for those of you who chose group b So my loves, thank you again so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed this new little format that I tested out for this month's monthly magic reading and or monthly magic monthly magic episode it is kind of like a monthly magic reading episode every month but i hope you guys enjoyed this format and i hope you guys have an amazing 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 december i'm very excited for the month of december very excited for the year of 2021 i hope you guys are as well so thank you again for tuning in i will chat with you guys in the very next episode bye my loves Okay, so I know today's episode was juicy. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave a review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, or share Manifest Daily with a friend or on social media. If you do share on social media, don't forget to tag me at the Manifest Daily. And if you want even more of the Manifest Daily spiritual and wellness tea, head over to www.themanifestdaily.com. It's also linked in the show notes where you can learn all about our new membership, take a free tour, or enroll in an annual or monthly month subscription today. Thank you again for being here. I appreciate you and I will chat with you guys in the very next episode. Bye!
Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 